everybody. This is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. They are endless. On this episode, Mom reviews the documentary miniseries Lula Rich. Let's bring Mom in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm not bad, although I'm tired of this barking dog. We got somebody moved in earlier this month. They got a barking dog. Uh, I don't know if people remember the episode where I talked about the uh, new tenant uh, in uh, the building here who um, smashed a headlight with her U-Haul uh, during her move-in day and sort of was asking me for, I don't know. I don't know what she wanted from me, some sort of... Uh, Abstinence. Absolution uh, is what she was seeking. Abstinence, I'm happy to provide her, but uh, absolution, (laughs) I I also tried to give her, but also like, what could I really do for her? But um, during this exchange, I said, hey, you left a note on their windshield. I don't know what more you can do uh, right now because they're not here. And she said to me, well, I'm from Michigan, so I'm just more compassionate. (laughs) well, and it turns she's, out. <laughs> it turns out she's got this dog that is not compassionate. And whenever she's out, barks nonstop. And lately, because the weather's been nice, she's been leaving the window open so that oh, we just geez. get that much all day. This dog barks. It really, I don't know, it really affects my quality of life, I feel like, because I can't think about anything else yeah. for huge swaths of the day except this noise that I just really, really want to stop. So I've drafted a couple versions of a note to leave on her door. And the other thing that irritates me is why has it got to be me? Like, I don't even live in her part of the building. I know. I know. Clearly, the people who live right next to her are getting it even worse. Um, And I know there's people around because I hear, you know, the floor creaking or people going in and out. Like, I know I'm not the only one. Why do I got to be the guy who goes over there and leaves a note? Maybe I'm not. Maybe she gets a note every day. I don't know what she hasn't done anything about. Oh, it there's a, a plan. No, no. So I've I've worked on just the nicest, most helpful note, and I've got a draft here that I'm ready to go over and stick on there. It says that my sister's a dog trainer, and I could even get you in touch with her if you know for some tips. Like I'm trying to be Mister Compassion and Mister yeah. Solution because I know I'm dealing with a real compassionate character That's here herself, right. right in this. <laughs> And she has told owner. you, yeah. And in all fairness, maybe she doesn't know. I mean, it's still her responsibility, right. but maybe she doesn't know right. that this is going on. Is it a yippy dog no, or it's a like barking dog? Oh, Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I know the only other person that would be as annoyed as you. Do you know who that is? My father? Yes, your father. Yeah. So that's what's going on in my neck of the woods, but life is good other than that. How about you, Mom? Well, I have something very exciting to tell you. This is very exciting to me. This is really exciting. Guess who? Not me, but somebody in our family is now a Nielsen family. Wow. Is it me? (laughs) I can't tell you. How jealous I am. How absolutely 100% jealous I am. Wow. Can you say it or does it have to be anonymous? Well, I don't know. Secret. I thought you might know more about that. Probably the Nielsen people aren't busy with podcasts, but Uh, uh, 
let I me hope. just let me just say this. She got two dollars w- with her invite. Whoa! Wow, those Nielsen people are rolling in it. Yeah, and if she fills out a survey, there's more money coming. <laughs> However, she thinks she thinks that will be the end of it since she doesn't have cable or or whatever other mediums you need to really participate. Maybe that's just what they want. So she got something in the mail that had uh, two bucks in it? It had two bucks in it. And if yeah. she fills out the survey, she gets $20. But that, but it's just a survey, right? Well, I, I don't have all the details, but she told me she is now a Nielsen family. <sighs> okay. Which is really... <laughs> Really, could you, what more could anyone want? I think that Yeah, is... I mean, if it were 1987, that would be so cool. <laughs> I would love to have control of the television world. Okay. Well, I'm not sure that this relative, whoever it is, is a Nielsen family now. It sounds like they just got one of those consumer surveys in the mail. I've gotten one of those before. I got five bucks in mine. Well, where is my letter? I don't understand how this works. Neither do I. Maybe it's a scheme. It's scheme day. Pyramid scheme day on <laughs> on Pop Mom. There's scams everywhere you look. But money, there's $2. I mean, that isn't, I wouldn't even put that in a birthday card to the kids. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just weird, right? Yeah. Or, or is it? I don't know. I think it's, I, don't I found know. it weird when it happened to me, yeah, but I guess it happens. Now, I get a nickel from time to time from somebody. I don't know. I can't remember who, but I've never gotten dollar bills. Oh, my yeah. God. I hear the dog. That's awful. Yeah. Um, it's that all day. But anyway, um, uh, speaking of dogs I can't stand, let's talk about Rick's dog. Um, <laughs> oh. Rick oh. H. wrote in with his advice. His dog had to crap three times a night. Honestly, I just, I don't know. I don't know how you dog owners do it, um, but his... That's the truth. Dog had to crap three times a night, and even though his wife's, it was his wife's idea to get the dog, uh, Rick had to take this dog out. Um, and Mom suggested, among other things, a diet change, and wouldn't you know, ding, 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 you were right, Mom, because Rick followed up and said that a diet change has made the issue moot. The dog is now as regular as a grandfather clock. Wow. Well, that's great news. I'm so happy because I thought I was going to have to issue an apology because we laughed through our advice giving. And so that's very happy. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) That's That's right. So congratulations, Rick's dog, on not pooping so much anymore. And hey. congratulations to everybody involved. It's almost as much of a thrill as becoming a Nielsen family to have your <laughs> dog poop at a normal hour. That's right. That's right. So, it did it did remind me though of when uh you and Jenna were were little. Uh I, I don't know if you know this, but I can pretty much sleep through anything and daddy was always very quick to wake me up to tell me that one of you at the appropriate times, needed feeding. He was really on that since he did not have the uh, faculties to help out with that. Well, I think he helped in his own way right there. 
by making you aware <laughs> of the situation. And I bet you were pretty grateful for that you know, assistance. I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> um, Eve uh, has a habit now of she gets up around, I don't know, 2 or 3 a.m. and cries for her mama, even though oh. I'm all, almost always the one who comes at this hour, um, and says, Mama, Mama. Um, and then when I get there, she says, Will you flatten my blanket? Because she likes to have... <laughs> She likes to have her blanket fluffed and laid flat on top of her. I don't know why she suddenly needs this in the middle of the night all the time, but this is what it's been lately. Well, she's, my, a, she's a diva for sure. Yeah, that's true. My instinct is to jump out of bed because, you know, if I can get credit for keeping Anna from waking up, yeah. once, then I get a little... It doesn't really make any difference, any actually. <laughs> Everybody still hates me, but I like to imagine I get a little credit for it. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, someone's keeping a tab on all this. Yeah, I guess. Um, Ma, you got your flu shot? Got my flu shot yesterday, yeah. yeah. What What a scene. This drive through thing, you think you're going to pull up. Well, you know, because I did have a COVID test, and it was a drive through and there was three cars in front of me, and I pulled up and, you know, on with my day. There must have been, a, oh, 100 people there in their cars, you know, inching up and it's very dehumanizing, I have to say. Yeah. But when all was said and done, uh, it was a beautiful day and I got my shot and dad got his shot and my arm feels like it's ready to fall off today. I don't know why the flu shot does that, but every year <clears throat> I get it and it'll hurt for six weeks. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem to hurt for a long time. The J and J shot, I remember for the COVID vaccine. I think my you know, arm hurt on and off for a couple months. Not really? like ow, ow, all right. the time, right. but um, just like oh, if I move my arm that way, that hurts. That's weird. Wow. Yep. I don't remember that from my shot. My shot just made me sleep. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, which I resented, but now let's talk about. This incident at Joanne Fabrics. What happened? All well, I know is there was an incident. It, it, it was not an incident. It was a hmm. thing. So, okay, so tell us about the Joanne Fabrics incident. All right. So I got it in my mind of what I want to make for Christmas. Um, I have not been really successful in convincing the family to do away with some paper products such as paper towels and whatever. So I have a new idea to do away with paper towels this year, which dad has already said, oh, are we doing that again? Yeah. Um, so lots of support for me here. But um, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying. Why, mm -hmm. won't, why won't you people cooperate with me? That's a question. Oh, um, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I play much of a part in your paper towel use one way or the other at this point, right? I'm a thousand miles away. Well, didn't I send you scrubbies and remember that Leo thought was so pretty and did you ever use them? Yeah, the kids love them. The kids love them. They're just scrub pots. Well, I scrub with them. All right. Yeah, I use well, them for that purpose. All right. So I go in. I think, 
you know, we're we're there at like four thirty five. I figure this is a good time to go to Joanne Fabrics. Well, apparently no oh, time. Oh yeah, you got to hit him at three forty five. Yeah. Well, because I'm thinking nobody's going to be in there, right? Um, but it there's something about no matter how many people always. are in there, it always takes fifty minutes, even if you went in to just use the bathroom and not buy anything. It, uh, <laughs> oh my God. You're telling me I used to have to sit out in the car while you were in there making a quote unquote quick trip. Oh. Hey, hey, how many times did I drive you up to the video store to get a video game to play for the whole weekend? Plenty. Yeah. And how long did I take in that video store? A minute or two. But how much entertainment did you have for the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> where you didn't talk to any of us um all right i win that one um so i go in and i gather the things i need now i'm thinking this is going to be a 10 minute zip zip right i get to the cut <laughs> why though but i yeah, don't okay. know because i'm delusional i am delusional because actually i do think this store is run by zombies <laughs> or some well, of, it turns you into one, so I guess that's a good theory. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So I get up to the cutting counter, and the woman—the one woman that's there to do the cutting—is talking to a woman that is asking her. And I'm not kidding; she must have asked her twenty questions about scissors. <laughs> I, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not. And like I'm, what? Um, well, let's see. These have uh, uh, bla uh, blades that are that are offset, and this one is three inches. And oh, here's seven inch ones. And I just don't know which ones I need. And um, oh, it's this here. This says you have four pair, but I only see two. Now she's doing inventory. Oh, and God. yeah, and so I'm at the counter, and I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah yeah uh, i'm dropping my keys i'm you know please and then i just yeah. finally, i finally just said hello and she's the woman that was supposed to be helping me limped over now i can tell she's been on her feet too long even if it's five minutes she's her feet yeah. are aching and uh she's leaning on the counter and she starts cutting and she keeps like touching the fabric. And my method is just roll it out and cut it. Just stop futzing with it and just cut it. I just want you to cut it so I can go. And then the manager comes up and starts saying, oh, man, the people that have been in this store today. And the cutter stops cutting. And daddy's waiting in the car. Oh, oh, he's me. Okay. The cutter stops cutting to talk about how bad the customers have been today? No, no. The manager is talking about it, but the cutter stops to listen. Okay. And yeah. the, the manager is going on saying there's children in here with no shoes and they're running around and they're blah, 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 blah. And I... And this is this is my question. This is my question to you. 
is how how do you handle this? I just want you to do your job. You over there, lady with the sore feet, keep cutting my fabric. And if you want to listen, listen. I, I, you know, just, I don't know how to handle that. You well, know? how did you handle it? Who did you yell at? <laughs> I, I resent that. Uh-huh. Answer the question. Um, <clears throat> I just kept taking my bolts of fabric and sort of shoving them at her. And that <laughs> seemed to start, get her started with her scissors again. And and you have to say, like, give me five yards of this or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. Right. And uh, so I'm saying things like, could I have three yards of this? And then, you know, it would sort of start and then it would slow down and and I have to do stuff like, did I say three yards of this? (sighs) Oh, okay. Just to remind her where she is and what she's supposed to. I think you handled it well. All right. Well, I was going to ask you, how would you handle that? Uh, I can't think of a store that you would go into where that would be your situation, but. No, because I hardly ever even go to a store at this point. Right. Um, But I sure, I've been in a situation like this, and I think I would do pretty much what you do and make myself conspicuous, but I think I would say, I'm so sorry, I really have to get going. Can you please? Like, uh, uh, this happened to me in McDonald's a few months ago. I Mm. was there in the morning. I had like a 10.30 meeting, and I was like, I'll grab an Egg McMuffin and a coffee, and I'll be there in time for my meeting. It's like 10.10, right? Yeah. Yeah. and I'm standing there just waiting. My number's not going anywhere on the board. And it's just like, oh, my God, now I'm going to be late because of a stupid, like, <laughs> because of an Egg McMuffin. I, so, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I just sort of went up to the counter and sort of danced her around. And finally, there was nobody there. And so I finally had to stick my head back and just shout to oh, the first God. person who was who I saw in the kitchen. And I said, like... I'm so sorry, but I have to be in a meeting right now, and I ordered 15 minutes ago. And I said, what the hell? I thought this was fast food. <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but I just, like, I presented myself as a person un- under some stress. Yes. And that's, yes. I think, about the maximum of what I'll do to get, or leave, right? Like, I'm right. not going to start yelling at, like, let's get going. Right. Um, uh, so I, w- I would. I know. I know. <laughs> But um, that's that's so that's how I handled that. And and you know what? To McDonald's credit, after they screwed me over, they the person just walked over and grabbed the bag and handed it to me. So like, thanks, but also no thanks for not doing that ten minutes ago. Jesus, <laughs> I could I could have done that, right? You could go back and yeah, get it yourself. Like, I'd be happy to grab it myself, but just. Uh, <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? It's not an uncommon uh, situation right now with uh, so many places being understaffed. Yes. But, you know, here's the thing I also want to say is that I think, uh, you know, I'm a person. I I enjoy chit chat. I enjoy yeah shoot the breeze with you. And, you know, maybe if daddy hadn't been there, I would have really enjoyed that that uh, interaction. Uh, yeah. More. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I, I like chit chat as long 
Like I am, I'm happy to chit chat with the, um, you know, check her out or at the supermarket. There's, as long there's as a thing that seemingly, moving. as long as it keeps moving. Yeah. As long as that belt isn't staying still for right. too long. Right. But geez, I can't remember the last time I was checked out at a supermarket either. It feels like we're talking about the past almost. Yeah. I hear you. I do hear you. I almost feel like at CVS, I'm doing them a favor when I, isn't this <laughs> stupid? Like, I'm like, oh, I'll be nice today and and check out with the person and say <laughs> say hello. Not that I don't enjoy the human interaction too, but I'm like, they probably like it when people don't just because it feels also awkward to walk past them to the computer thing. Oh, you're um, being t- you check out yourself. Check out yourself, yeah. Well, I, Which I guess that's... you never do. No, I never do. Nobody's paying me to check myself out. Oh, it's a great way to steal, though. Free eye eye drops, little candy oh. bars. <laughs> well, I know you're adept at stealing a candy bar. Um, I'm just kidding, by the way. I, I do not endorse that. No, I Listeners, know. Our, our legal department will want me to say I do not endorse stealing. Could Except you really? when I was a kid, I guess I stole a few candy bars. Weekly, yeah. weekly. Uh <laughs> When I was real little, let's specify. Yes, you. Were I wasn't very, in high school. I was he tiny was and didn't sitting in the in the in the yeah. chair part of the uh, That's right. cart. Right. But of course, you were still doing that when you were a senior in high school. So <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a big range in there. Um, uh, could you steal stuff? They must have a camera on there. Oh no! People steal stuff all the time. Especially really? at the at the supermarket, you know. Whoops, I forgot to key in the organic broccoli, and I keyed it in as regular. Oops. Uh, well, that's not stealing. <laughs> yes, they, it is. They charge too much for that organic yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, it's a little rough justice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. I am not no. mechanical. Um, and again, nobody's paying me to check myself out. So. I've I've done the key in his regular produce a couple of times. I have to admit. That is a, an honest mistake, though. No, it wasn't. I just didn't feel like hunting for... Because, you know, you start to type in, in apples, and there's like a hundred kinds of apples. Uh, yeah. And I look at my bag of apples, and I'm just, I'm not going to figure this out. So I just pick <laughs> one. <laughs> well, I think that's how they mean you to do it. I guess so, because otherwise maybe you'd pay someone to check me out, right? Like, yeah. hey, if you want me to do this job, <laughs> all right, but I'm not very good at it. Oh, I'm so confused. How does this work? I use that, oh, it's so confused fantasy to get me out of a, it's a real time saver at the self-checkout. Well, just in case there's a camera, just let me tell you that you should just wrinkle your brow a little bit, like. Uh, yeah, like, scratch huh? my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah do that yeah. And, and you'll be all right then. You'll be fine then. That's that's funny. You know, that happens also like you go up and you you have a bag of potatoes and they say to you, uh, are these Yukon gold? Are these- <laughs> yeah. How the hell am I supposed to know? I don't know. They look like the cleanest potatoes that were on the table. So I picked them. I don't know what they are. I know. They ask me sometimes. and I'm like, I don't even know if it's a cucumber or a zucchini, man. All right. Like. <laughs> It was close enough that I checked it off my list, but... <laughs> but the rest is up to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, I hate being questioned on the produce. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. And then they, someone's got to run and find out oh, sometimes. I know. Oh, I know. And if it feels like your fault. Well, it is. <sighs> well, we really got into the emotions of the checkout line. Um, <laughs> what did we just spend about 55 minutes on that topic? <laughs> okay. It needed to um, be addressed. I just want to share this letter from the, okay. uh, from the mailbag. This is from Anastasia, um, who's a longtime listener. You may remember yes. we've heard from Anastasia before. Oh, yeah. She writes in with an anecdote and a question. She says, hi, guys. Thought you both would appreciate that my seven-year-old cousin, Kat, loves Match Game on the Buzzer Network. Oh. Her mom came home from work one time, asked her about her day, and she said, Brett wore a tuxedo. Oh my God! Wow, this kid, this kid would and I would get along real good. She says, "I never thought I could love this kid more." With Christmas coming, I'd also like to know if John got any gifts that supported his love of game shows and what I can give my cousin. Hmm, love and appreciation, Anastasia. Um, I I don't really remember getting many game show related gifts. Because my gift really was um, staying home for Christmas break and getting to see the prices right every day. But do you remember anything along those lines, Mom? Well, I don't. I just know that one year we had a Star Trek Christmas tree, which isn't game shows. Uh, and really, uh, prices right was was your, you know, your god at the time. <laughs> and um, but in, but since then. I have gotten you a few things, uh, re game show related, some things more proper than others, but I Ooh, think- Wow, I don't even know what you're talking about well, now. Well, you, you will if you think about it. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Do you Go have ahead. it? Yep, I do. Uh, okay. But I think one of the most fun things that I've gotten for you is the Concentration Rebus book. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, classic con the vintage classic concentration book filled with Rebus puzzles. Yep. It's, it is a lot of fun, and I'm sure you can get it on eBay or I got mine on Etsy um, because I don't shop on eBay anymore. Okay. But that was a good one. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. And is she eight? Did she say she was eight? Seven. Seven. Well, and you know, they do have a lot of the games. Match game has a board game. Yeah, you get one of the one of the vintage games on, on uh, eBay. Yeah, even though mom doesn't shop on eBay anymore. But um, it's one place where you could get uh, some of the old play at home games. That's a good idea. And I think those can be fun because they're, you know, it would be it would be a fun way to interact with her, I think. Mm, good. Okay, so we're going to recommend the play-at-home version of, um, did they make a match game, play-at-home game? Oh, yes, you have not been watching Match Game PM, have you? <laughs> I just don't recall that. Um, but He touts it every every night, so. Okay, okay, so see if you can find that on eBay. Good idea, Mom. Uh, should we get to our, uh, did I cover all the mailbag? Well, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. If you if you go on Buzzer, there's T-shirts also of the game shows. Ooh, every kid loves a shirt. I think they do. Shall we get along to our review for the day, Mom? All right. Okay. Okay. We don't have to. Well, you want to just gonna, end it there? 
No, I'm having a lot of fun just shooting the crap. I don't know. This, this, this shooting was... the crap. What do you got a dice there? Mom's shooting <laughs> craps while we're. You got a problem, Mom. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you know what a gambler I am. I know. You and the girls always going down to Atlantic City for the weekend. I don't even want to know what trouble you get into down there. Oh, that bus is a lot of fun. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This week, Mom and I are reviewing Lula Rich. For three years in the middle of last decade, LuLaRoe was riding high on a wave of furious growth fueled by its colorful dresses and leggings. You know, everyone was getting rich on colorful leggings in those days, but LuLaRoe, perhaps most of all, building itself into a company with more than $2.3 billion in sales in just five years. Here's the way it worked. You had these people at the top. And they gave money to people to recruit other people, to recruit other people, to recruit other people to buy and sell these leggings and whatnot. And one day people start to say, wait a minute, is this a pyramid scheme? (laughs) And it was. This Amazon Prime documentary miniseries tells that story. Here's a clip. I was making really great money, you know, the bonus checks from building a team. When you say a bonus check, is there a ballpark that you feel comfortable? For sure not. (laughs) I think at our height, we had 1,100 members on our team. The highest bonus, I believe, that we made, I think it was 42,000. Correct. I would say even 12 months of bonus checks anywhere monthly between $22,000 and $42,000. So we got all kinds of news. We got all kinds of stuff. We do have some Halloween leggings left. Uh, I remember getting a call from Deanne and her message to us was that we needed to really focus on building our team. Lula Rich is available on Amazon Prime. You'll find it right next to the shoes and the counterfeit electronics on the Amazon (laughs) website. Mom... Did you find Lula Rich, Lula Spellbinding? No, I can't say it was spellbinding, but it sure was interesting to watch the uh, genesis of greed from start to finish. I, I'm serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, it's very I mean, I don't agree, but yeah, go oh, on. You don't agree? No, I hated this. But- well, I I didn't love it either, but I loved the conversation that Daddy and I had about it because it is it is does seem to be selling you the uh, quote unquote American dream, except that the people that are in it don't seem to see the cliff the 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 edge of the cliff as well as the observer does. Well, <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so that's very interesting to me that when you're in it, you know, when you're in mm. that that blender and, the, and there's all that action and energy and whatever else goes into it, uh, that you I don't think you have a clear vision of, of uh, what's ahead. Well, I think there's a certain personality or maybe mm. people being at a certain place in life where they're not inclined to see it. But I also think that it was seeable at the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. I think that it's a combination of, 
yes, it's savvy marketing and um, this uh, pressure-packed um, environment that makes people behave a certain way, but I think it also attracts a certain population of people. And I'm not saying stupid people or, you know, I'm not putting them down. Right. I'm saying that um, I think... I mean, all the stories are the same, and this is one of the reasons I found this documentary so tedious, and I watched two episodes of it um, before I said, okay, I get it. Um, and one of the reasons I said, okay, I get it, is because it was just the same story over and over again. I wanted to be home with the kids, and they offered it. They said, oh, be home with your kids, and we were really yeah. down on money, and so I put, like, uh, we hear this story, I feel like a dozen times from different people involved who got involved, and it's just... I'm sorry. I recognize Amway. I recognize Mary Kay. All these, you know, I know the model. Let's get to some of the juicy details. And those were really few and far between. I felt like this was a 60 minutes segment stretched yeah, to the length stretched. of four episode miniseries. Yeah. Well, I'll, I agree with you there. Here's my question. If the quality, if the quality hadn't come into question so much, and it did because I followed somebody that I vaguely knew that would have these uh, Facebook parties, I guess I'll call them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and at some point the quality just went to crap. So yep. what if it hadn't though? What if it, what if the quality, I mean, then at what point does it implode when every single person in the United States is a, is a consultant or whatever they call their people. Well, the quality was bound to implode because of the way the company was growing. You know, that's always what you say after a pyramid scheme implodes, like, oh, if only that one thing, but the, you know, they sort of get into this too, but talking about the email systems and all the sort of internal business management software that they didn't have. Mm. And you get these people talking about how like, oh, well, we built this uh, software back end. And then by the time it was finished, it was obsolete. Well, yeah, because the company had grown an order of magnitude while mm. you were installing that software. And the company, you know, okay, like you can't get you can't maintain quality control. You can't build up a quality control structure fast enough to keep up with a company that's exploding 25% growth a month at one point. That's crazy. And what happens is the, you know, the organism of the company, the organization cannot keep up with the sheer revenue growth. You have to... <laughs> Everything has to scale together for a company to be healthy. Um, mm. So if it wasn't the quality, it would be something else. But the quality is one of the main things that would go out the window when a company is growing too fast. Because, of, of course it is. You need the stuff faster and faster and more of it. You can't make it as well. Um, so you just, you your sourcing gets sloppy, everything. That made total sense to me. But something's got to give. Okay, so if, so you you feel, and, and I trust you, you feel if it wasn't the quality, well, because I don't really understand, you know, me, I'm just like, oh, look at those colors, I'm going to have that. <laughs> well, A, I think you're smarter than that, and B, I just want to stipulate, you know, I could be full of shit too, but this is my read on the, this is my analysis of the situation. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that if it, something had to give, and something always has to give when you have explosive growth like this. Well, I think the other thing that I 
I liked about this is that they put together, uh, along with interviewing these two people at the top, uh, they, they had them showing conversations where they say one thing and then they cut to the live yeah, and yeah. where they're, they're totally dissing what, what they just said two seconds ago. I mean, I love that. They're giving a deposition in a court case, so they're under oath. And yeah, everything that they knew all about in the interview, suddenly under oath, they don't remember. They don't remember, they, yeah. 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 That was, without a doubt, those were the best parts of the of the documentary. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. But then if you watch that, if I watch that, I'm saying, wow, I can't get far enough away from this but the company still exists. Yeah. So, so, I, yeah. That, so what? I'm just left shaking my head. Well, money has momentum. So it takes a while for something like this to spin down. Really? Because I kind of like the idea of like, hey, it's all crap. Blam. Gone. <laughs> no. Money has momentum. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, that's just my take on it, but okay. that's my read of why they still exist. But there's no more momentum behind them now. Right. You know, it's a crumbling enterprise. Um, but, uh, yeah, it does somehow still exist. Well, I'm going to just say one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's that it's interesting to me. Uh, 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 this is not to offend anyone, but, you know, once you start bringing in your religion— and these people happen to be Mormons. Mm-hmm. Um, I that to me is a real red light with a side. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, and okay. that seemed to trouble a lot of the participants as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I have a, I ha, I do have a problem with that. It it just I don't know. I have a problem with that. Well, I I agree, but. Uh, I think it's the immorality of the company and its business model that troubles me more than the fact that there some. I mean, I agree this that religion is not appropriate coming from executives in the workplace, but I also think like that was not there was a fundamental problem with how this thing was put together that sort of goes beyond any culture issues. Well, I guess that that's that's part of what I'm saying is the hypo- the hypocrisy of it is. Oh, uh, I get it. Well put. Uh, yes, I see. You know, oh, we're all about family. But, oh, you lost all your savings? Well, you know, it's all about family. Oh, it's totally. Like, yeah. It's like, what? What are these people talking about? The, it's, you know, that that's what I'm talking about, is that you bring in this religion into it. And yet what you're doing is just working people uh, to the to their wits end. And they're spending no time with their family, and they're you're making them buy more and more merchandise. How how, how is this supporting family? Well, yeah, I mean that's the religion piece is just uh, it part of them using every trick in the book. The every carrot, every stick. We've got the Katy Perry Stadium oh, yeah. show in terms of just whipping people into an emotional frenzy. Um, and you've got the videos saying, well, if sales are down, that's because you're down, you know? And yeah. just, like, 
basically institutional emotional abuse, yeah, of course it's all hypocritical. And the religion thing, yeah, it's just one piece of that. And do you think when they get in bed at night, do they really do they really believe themselves? Because I think they do. I think they do, too. Yes. All right. Well, that's all the notes I have. This was this, okay. this was the kind of show that makes you want to take a shower. <laughs> well, it's true because of the subjects. And I, I'll just, before we go, I'll say my piece. And because of the production. Like, I found the production to be quite sleazy as well. Mm. Um, mm. I think it's, I th- always think it's dirty to include stuff that was shot um, before the person really thought they were on. You know, I think at first, I think at first this was viewed as like authenticity and really pulling back the curtain for your documentarian. It's become a cheap, um, hacky trick, I think, to start these interviews with, you know, the one guy saying like, oh, I have a little bit of a hole in my pants. Ha ha. Like, come on. He doesn't think the cameras are rolling for that. And it's really shitty to set up almost everyone's character, um, Maybe not almost everyone, but a lot of people's characters, including the main characters, were set up with this, which what I think is really cheap, using that. Um, to me, it's tr- tricking people. Right. Um, yeah. I get, and I just found, I guess I won't get into all the details, but I found it. Uh, there's a lot of that sort of just like sloppy, amoral um, documentary making, I thought. And I found that a bit ironic, given that the whole point of the documentary is to accuse these people of being sloppy, amoral business people. Right. Um, I found the documentary to be kind of shabby in its own right. And it's funny because you got Amazon Prime cranking stuff out as fast as they can. And I think the quality (laughs) suffers for them just the same as it does for a pair of uh, leggings. Um, so I, I just wanted to take a shower on more than one level after watching, uh, this one. Well, so that's, you, l- yeah, you can't, you can only take it on one level. <laughs> okay. A single level. Yeah. I want to have a pyramid scheme shower. <laughs> What's your grade for Lula Rich, mom? Uh, I gave it a, uh, a C plus because daddy and I had a very interesting yep. conversation about Bernie Madoff after I watched it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's um, it's a good conversation starter at the very least. Uh, what's your recommendation this week, Mom? I see you've got two of them. I here. do, because I started off when we were going to record the other day. I had just almost finished hyperbole, excuse me, hyperbole and a half by Ali Broche. Uh, which is a graphic novel, uh, and it talks about her depression and other things, uh, and uh, her dogs, which I found very um, entertaining. I have not read a lot of graphic novels, so I really enjoyed it, but that's kind of old. And so I also almost have finished now a book called Farm Girl. It's a memoir by Megan Baxter, um, it's in the New Hampshire, takes place in the New Hampshire, Vermont area. And she works at a, uh, farm and she, her story, it talks about how the farm works, the, how they plant strawberries and how they bloom. And it's very, it's, it's poetic. It's a, it's really nice. It also talks about her breaking up with her boyfriend mixed in with um, stories about the farm. 
but it's really a delightful read. Farm Girl sounds good, but, you know, I learned everything I need to know about farms from the chicken guy at the uh, farm <laughs> museum we went to in Vermont a couple of years ago. So what more? Do I, I saw a couple of pictures of chickens. <laughs> I don't know what else I need. Maybe to see an actual chicken. No, no. Nobody comes to the farm to see an actual no. chicken. They just want to see a laminated printout of various chickens. My God, were they laminated? Oh, I think so, because he's got to use that printout all the time. Matt, you got people coming through there wanting to see some chickens, and he's got to disappoint every single one of them. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. What should we talk about, Mom? Something interesting. Something interesting. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, hey, tell your friends. Don't forget. And we'd love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. By the way, go to ological.net in your internet browser to subscribe to my weekly football column called doink Rama. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. It's fun. It we is. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs>